This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. The pork industry expects to see a $5 billion loss for the remainder of the year due to COVID-19 impacts. National Pork Producers Council President A.V. Roth says the industry is in dire need of cash from USDA as producers deal with low prices. A long-standing labor shortage already limiting plant harvest capacity has become dramatically worse in recent days as plants have suspended operations. Two pork plants are temporarily closed. One is a Smithfield Foods plant in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. The other, a Tyson Foods plant in Columbus Junction, Iowa. Iowa saw its highest number of additional COVID-19 cases today, and Governor Kim Reynolds says it's related to the Tyson plant outbreak. Yesterday, the state hygienic lab confirmed an additional 86 positive cases related to the outbreak at the facility. So of today's total, 189 positive cases, 86 of those are are related to the Tyson outbreak. Economist Steve Meyer with Kearns & Associates says closures and plant slowdowns could force some pork producers to euthanize pigs. They can alter the diets and slow the growth rate down on pigs that are in finishing barns. For instance, if these pigs are getting big and would be at the top of a packer's uh, buying uh, grid, you know, where they they don't want to get too heavy, uh, they can do some things there. But the real problem is that uh, all of our farms are, are, are time-dimensioned. Meyer was forecasting a 3% growth in pork production this year, but notes the number may have to be reduced. Livestock haulers are in the middle of a logistical nightmare as packing plants shut down or slow processing due to coronavirus. Don Close is Senior Animal Protein Analyst at Rabobank. He says there's been a lot of decision-making on the fly distributing cattle to plants. They will go pick up a, a load of, of cattle at a feed yard and think they're headed to Omaha, and they, as soon as they get loaded, they will be redispatched and told they're going to, to Utah. So the truckers, from when they load to when they start off on, on, on the route, they, they're, they're going all directions as the plants are rescheduling cattle to anywhere and everywhere they can get them fit in. On Monday, JBS, a major beef packing company, announced it would temporarily close its Greeley, Colorado plant through April 24th after staff contracted coronavirus. A prominent Senate Republican says he'll support House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's request to increase funding for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. But Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley says it must be short-lived. If it was on a temporary basis to get us past the pandemic, yes. If she wants a permanent increase in that well into the future or as permanent law, no. Pelosi is requesting a 15% increase to SNAP as talks of a fourth coronavirus package continue. Here's a word from our sponsor. The American Farm Bureau is closely monitoring food supply issues as we work together to protect our families, friends, and communities from the coronavirus. We are urging the administration to safely revise new restrictions on the entry of skilled laborers into our country. Farm Bureau is committed to protecting our food supply and supporting our members. Learn more at fb.org. Corn planting is inching forward as cooler weather keeps most producers out of the field. According to USDA's Crop Progress Report Monday, producers have planted 3% of the nation's corn crop. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey 
says there's only a handful of states reporting corn planting. Leading the way, no surprise, is Missouri at 4%. But even there, that's well behind the five-year average of 11%. And then Illinois and Indiana coming in with just 1% planted behind the five-year average numbers for those two states. Not surprisingly, given the wet conditions and the fact that producers saw in advance that we were going to have a pretty significant mid-April cold wave, Looking at the forecast the next couple of weeks, Rippey says there's the potential for already planted seed to sit in the soil for quite some time before germination. That's not particularly ideal, and if we get uh, wetness on top of that, which some forecasts are indicating, and you've got not only cool soils but wet soils as well, and uh, I certainly think that it might benefit to hold off until things start warming up more consistently. He says it could be later this month or early May, until consistent warmer conditions arrive in the Corn Belt. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse, I'm Ben Nully.